This program is made possible by the giving of the God Called Partners of Renner Ministries. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner and this week I'm teaching a brand new series called Taste and See that the Lord is Good. And here I am in a candy shop where everything tastes so good. But of course, the series is not about eating candy. It's about partaking of the Lord. But I decided to show you some Russian candy, including this one, which has a polar bear on the front. And the front of it says, Mishka na Severi. Mishka is a cute name for a bear. It's the white bear in the north. But when you pull it open on the inside, this is what you find, which is a wafer covered with chocolate and it is just so wonderful and people have been eating this all the way since the Soviet years but my favorite piece of candy again is Alonka look at her is she cute everybody loves this in fact foreigners who come to Russia and buy this take it home and they don't even eat it because they don't want to disturb the wrapping because it's just so cute but today I'm going to talk to you about what God has to give to us and one of the things the Lord wants us to partake of is divine healing. And the Bible tells us in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, that God's given us great promises, and by those promises we can be partakers of the divine nature, and part of the divine nature we are to partake of is divine healing. And that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire strengthen and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner. Welcome to the program. How I wish I could have taken you into that Russian candy shop with me. It is amazing everything there is to taste there. But this week, I'm talking to you about tasting and seeing that the Lord is good. My friends, the Lord is so good. He is so sweet. And he has so many wonderful things he's provided for us. And that's why I want you to have the brand new series, which is called Taste and See that the Lord is Good. It's five parts and it comes in multiple formats. I know that there is no way you can remember everything I've shared in the programs this week. Just what I shared in yesterday's program was jam-packed. You need to remember it. So I want to encourage you to order the series, and it comes with a study guide, which is filled with all these Greek words, all the points, all the principles, because when you read it and hear it and listen to it at the same time, it really gets the teaching down deep inside you. And this week only, and for the first time ever, we're offering you this enormous, marvelous book, which is called Our Healing Covenant, God's Promises for Divine Health. This was given to me as a gift. And the moment I received it, I said, wow, this is something that every one of our listeners needs to have in their home. My friend, it is amazing. It is an exhaustive resource about all the promises of God for healing, health, and long life. And in this amazing book, there are, you ready? 454 verses about divine healing from 430 different translations. There are 6,549 references. And I'll tell you that I'm using this in my personal life. And I know that you'll use it too. And if you believe in healing, if you believe in health, if you believe in long life, or maybe you want scriptural evidence that it's true, here it is. 
Please order yours today. And you can order all these things by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that this week only, we're sending you a piece of Russian candy just for fun. The Alonka milk chocolate bar that is just delicious. You know, most foreigners who come to Russia and buy one of these never open it because the wrapper is just so pretty. They take it home and set it on their shelf. It just sits there. But this is really something that every Russian grew up eating. And this week, we're going to put one of these in every order that we send out of our ministry office just for fun because we want you to taste a little bit of Russia. And remember that when you become a partner with our ministry, we send you two books as our way of saying, welcome to the family. And we really mean it when we call you family. When you're a partner, you're helping us to do what God's called us to do. And we're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone. The subtitle says, How to Survive, Thrive, and Overcome in the Midst of Difficult Situations. And Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. We always send these two books to anyone who becomes a part of our ministry family. But reach for your Bible. And today we're going to return to our theme verse, which is Psalm 34, verse 8 which says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And he is. He's so good. The second part of the verse says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. That word trusteth is the word faith. The goodness of God is released by faith. It's released by faith. And when you come to 2 Peter 1.3, Peter tells us, According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Praise God for heaven, but we need some promises right now. And this verse says, God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. The Greek says, everything touching life. And the word life here describes physical life, the life that we're living right now, through the knowledge of him that hath called us unto power and virtue. But notice those words, through the knowledge. You need to gain knowledge of the promises of God. And as the promises of God become known to you and you unlock them, you become a partaker in all these wonderful promises which God has provided for us. But the rest of verse 3 says, through the knowledge of him that hath called us unto power and virtue. The words unto in Greek is the word ideas. It literally means by his own personal power and it refers to God's initiative and God's power to carry it all out. He starts the work. He has the power to carry it out to fulfillment. But the verse also says unto power and virtue. And this word virtue is so important that I want to cover it again today and I'll cover it again tomorrow. It's the Greek word erite. It means excellence but it is related to the word Aaron. And the word Aaron refers to manliness like the strength of a man, but it's likely also connected to the Greek word hiero, which means to lift. But as the word erite, like Peter uses it in this verse, it pictures God's mighty muscular ability to lift one from a place of destruction to a place of sonship. It shows God putting forth his great arm to snatch you out of danger just in the nick of time. That's divine deliverance, which we saw in the last program, and to raise you to a place of safety, to raise you to a level of sonship. And then when you come to verse 4, Peter adds, whereby are given unto us, unto us. The Greek says heman, directly to us. There's no mistaking. It means these things are given directly to us. What? Exceeding great and precious promises. And when the Bible says exceeding great and precious promises, 
the Greek sentence structure is very, very important. It says, tatimia kai magista, the definite article ta with timia and the word magista. The word timia depicts that which is dear, honored of great price, precious and highly valued. And the word magista means great, as in something so great that words are not adequate to describe it. The definite article ta adds force, so here it depicts that which is dear, that which is honored, that which is precious or valued, and so magnificent that words simply cannot adequately express it. And he's talking about great and exceeding promises. Promises so magnificent, promises so dear that words cannot even express how wonderful they are. And it's not one promise, it's promises. In Greek, it is plural. God has given us so many promises. And why did he give them? Well, the verse says that by these, you might be partakers of the divine nature. By these great and exceedingly precious promises, you can become partakers of the divine nature. And the word partakers really is the Greek word koinonos, which means to be a sharer, to be a partaker. It depicts something commonly shared and commonly possessed joint participation. It was used to denote marriage, family, or joint family property. Here, it depicts a divine nature that is commonly shared between Christ and his people. It means we really participate in his divine nature. And the word divine, the Greek word theos, really denotes that which is divine. And the word nature is the word thusis, which normally describes something like human nature and all the characteristics that are instinctive and instinctive of that nature. But here it is the divine nature, which means when Christ came into you through the person of the Holy Spirit, you received a new nature, a divine nature. You became a participant in the nature of God. And now within you, you have everything that is characteristic and instinctive of a divine nature. That is amazing. And one of the things that you are to participate in is divine healing. We are to be partakers of divine healing. So turn in your Bible to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, a very important verse about healing. Listen to this. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live under righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Well, I was raised in a particular denomination that really taught me the Bible, but we didn't always believe healing was the will of God. And when we came to this verse and we read by whose stripes ye were healed, we took that to mean you were spiritually healed the day that you got saved. But let me tell you something. Nobody gets spiritually healed the day they're saved. You were dead. You can't heal a dead person. The day you got saved, you were quickened to life. You were made alive again. You were not healed. You were raised from spiritual death. It was not spiritual healing. And when you come to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, the word healed that is used emphatically, categorically, always describes physical healing. And according to this verse, just like Jesus bare our sins in his own body on the tree, Jesus with his stripes also paid the price for us to be physically well. So let's dive into this verse. Who by his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. 
Oh, so many important words in this verse. The word bear is the Greek word anapharo. Listen to this. It means to bear up or to lift up and pictures, listen, and pictures priests in a temple whose responsibility were to offer physical sacrifices up on an altar. And here we find that Christ was not only the Lamb of God whose blood was shed for the forgiveness of sins, but in that moment, he was also simultaneously the high priest who offered his own blood on the altar of the cross. On the cross, Jesus was simultaneously high priest and lamb. As the high priest, he was lifting up his own holy blood. And the Bible says he bare our sins. Our sins in Greeks makes it very clear. It says the sins of us, our own sins. And it points to the truth that this sacrifice was for our sins. It's not for others. It's for our sins in his own body on the tree. The word in in Greek is the little word in. It's spelled E-N. It literally means in and emphatically means Christ bear our sin in his own body on the tree. It is not symbolic language. That means Christ literally bear our sin in his physical body. He bore it in himself and it emphasizes that God transferred sin and all of its accompanying effects into the body of Jesus on the cross. And the verse goes on to say, who his own self bear our sins in his own body. The Greek says in the body of him or in his own body on the tree. The word on is the word epi. It means upon and it designates the place where this final sacrifice occurred on the tree. The word tree has a definite article in Greek. It is tozulon. The definite article is very, very important. I'll tell you why. But zulon depicts anything that is made of wood, but it was especially used to depict the cross beam on which a victim hung when he was crucified. It can be translated tree as we have it here, but it actually depicts the cross. The reason the definite article is so very important is because there were many Roman crucifixions. But Peter, by using the definite article here, reminds us this was not just any old crucifixion. It was the crucifixion. It was the cross, unlike any other cross. The cross in that moment became the great altar upon which Christ's blood was shed and the permanent forgiveness of sin was procured for those who come to faith in Christ. The cross was the altar. And the Bible says, in order that we, being the dead to sin, might live unto righteousness. And the word that is even important. It is the Greek word henna. It's what I call a pointer word. It points to the reason for all of this. You could translate in order that we being dead to sin. Let's talk about that word dead. The word dead is the Greek word apogenomai. And listen to what it means. It's a compound of the preposition apo and the word genomai. The word apo, it's a preposition, means away and carries the idea of separation. Listen carefully. This preposition apo means away and carries the idea of separation. The word genomai, the second part of the word, means to become or in this case, to emerge. But compounded, this word translated dead, the Greek word apogenomai, means 
to be separated away from sin and emerge from it as something entirely different and new. That's what happened to us because of the cross. When we made Jesus the Lord of our life by confessing him as Lord, in that moment, our sin was forgiveness, our debt was canceled, and the old man died, and we emerged from it as something entirely different and new. And the verse goes on to say that we might live under righteousness. The word live is the Greek word zao. It depicts that which is alive or lively. It describes a life that is filled with gusto and zest, which means when you come to Christ, your life is not supposed to be boring. You should have the best life you've ever had, a life that is alive, lively, filled with gusto and zest. That is God's plan for you. And because you're a partaker of the divine nature, you should be experiencing that kind of life. You say, wow, I never knew this. That's why you need knowledge. These things come to us through the knowledge of God and Jesus. But in Christ, we're no longer spiritually dead, but we're alive unto God. We're filled with gusto. We're filled with zest that we might live unto righteousness. And the word righteousness here, the Greek word dikaiosune, it's derived from diki, which depicts a judicial verdict that one is not guilty and therefore approved and righteous. We no longer have to walk around like we're guilty and still bound in sin. God has declared us right. He's declared us approved. He's declared us righteous. And then Peter says, and by whose stripes ye were healed. The word stripes here is really important. It is the Greek word nomolops. It is poorly translated in most translations. That's another reason why I want you to get this wonderful new book called Our Healing Covenant. When you read all the various translations of this verse in this book, you will be amazed. And in this book, you will find out that this word stripes, the Greek word molops, really describes a full body bruise. You could translate it by his full body bruise. It's describing what happened to Jesus in his scourging and on the cross. It refers to a terrible lashing that draws blood and produces discoloration and swelling of the entire body. And it means that in addition to the stripes that were laid across Jesus' body by those who scourged and beat him, his body was completely swollen and disfigured and discolored from the physical abuse that he endured. The scourging that Jesus experienced so disfigured his body that Isaiah chapter 52 verse 14 describes it like this. As many were astonished at thee, his visage was so marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. That is how disfigured his body was. And that is what the word stripes mean. To be completely disfigured, to be swollen, a body that is just swollen from all the beating that it has received. But the Bible says, by his swollen body, by his stripes, ye were healed. And the word healed, listen, 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 is a well-known word used, especially throughout the four gospels to describe certain elements of Jesus' physical healing ministry. It means to cure, to be doctored and often denotes healing power that progressively reverses a condition. It's often translated as the word remedy, which means the cross and those stripes on Jesus' body were the remedy 
for your physical healing. God really brought you healing through these. It's borrowed from the medical world to describe the physical healing or curing of the human body. And in the New Testament, it is always used and only used in connection with physical or mental healing, which means Peter's declaring that the wounds laid across Christ's body were for the healing of every believer. It describes you. And because he's writing in past tense, it emphatically means healing was purchased on the cross and is a right given to every child of God. The cross and those stripes on Jesus' body were God's remedy and cure for sickness. And the particular form of the word which Peter uses conveys a completed action done in the past. It is a done deal. Now you can claim it by faith. That is amazing. Shouldn't surprise us, God's always been in the healing business. For example, in Psalm 107, verse 20, the Bible says he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. My friends, there's no doubt about it. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, we find that Christ paid the penalty for our sin in his own body on the cross. As the great priest, he lifted up his own blood to atone for our sins. And with the stripes that were laid across his body, Jesus really paid the price for your healing. And now great and exceeding precious promises have been given to you that you might be partakers of everything Christ procured for you on the cross. Take it by faith. I'll be back with you in just a moment, and I'm going to pray for your healing. Everyone loves sweets, like candy, cookies, and other goodies. But the Bible says we are to taste and see that the Lord is good. One taste of the Lord's goodness, and you'll learn that there's nothing sweeter in the world than Jesus and the benefits He has provided for His children. In this five-part series, Taste and See That the Lord is Good, Rick Renner covers five things that God has done for you and helps you to know how to enjoy and experience them regularly in life. In this series, Rick wants you to know that we are partakers of divine sonship, divine nature, divine deliverance, divine healing, divine provision. This series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. In addition, we're also offering Dr. Chip Beaulieu's book, Our Healing Covenant, God's Promises for Divine Health for only $35. Rick says, this is the most comprehensive book I've ever seen on the subject of healing, health, and long life. This book so impacted me that I wish every viewer had a copy of it for their personal library. I'm certain God will use this book in a dramatic way to strengthen people's faith for healing, health, and long life. This 459-page hardback book is a treasure that you and your loved ones will cherish and use for years to come. And with each paid order, you'll receive a delectable bar of Russian chocolate, a favorite in many homes. Don't miss this special offer, the five-part series, Taste and See That the Lord is Good, and the book, Our Healing Covenant. Call the number on your screen or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now. Hey friends, this is Rick Renner, and today I am standing in the foyer of Rick Renner Ministries in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I just wish I could pick you up and bring you here to see all the wonderful ministry that is happening in this facility where we receive thousands and thousands of phone calls from people just like you who reach out to us for prayer and for teaching they can trust. Proverbs 10, 21 says, The lips of the righteous feed many, 
and we know that's our job. Our job is to feed many. And I want to say thank you to you for everything you've helped us do with your giving. You helped us construct our studio, purchase this building, and now in phase three of our ministry expansion program, we're wanting to pay this facility off so we can liberate all that money to take the teaching of the Bible around the world on additional channels and venues. And by being a part of our giving team, you can really help us make this happen. If you're not already a part of our giving team, please pray about joining us. And together we can join hands and through teaching of the Bible and by ministering to people that reach out to us and by sending teaching products around the world, we can really change people's lives. And it's amazing to me that today it's never been easier to make an impact in somebody else's life right from where you are. So thank you for praying about being a part of our giving team. And the moment you join, I want you to really expect the power of God to show up in your life. My friend, I'm offering you my brand new series called Taste and See That the Lord is Good. It is five parts. It comes at multiple formats. And you can see this series is simply loaded with information about everything that has been given to us in Jesus Christ. But you will never experience those things until you find out what the Bible has promised you. That's why Peter called them great and exceeding precious promises. The word promises is plural. There are so many great and exceeding precious promises which God has made available for you. And God wants you to be a partaker of them. He wants you to taste of his goodness. That's why I want you to get this brand new series, which comes with a study guide. Today and tomorrow are the last days which we're offering it. And today and tomorrow are the last days which we're offering you this amazing book, which is called Our Healing Covenant, God's Promises for Divine Health. If I were sitting at home or watching my device, seeing this program, I would immediately go online to order this or give us a call to order it because this book will make a difference in what you believe. It will reinforce everything you've been taught about healing, health, and long life. So please order all these things by going online or by giving us a call. And please remember that when you reach out to us, we also want to know how to pray for you. But let me pray for you right now. Lord, I thank you that just as you took our sin in your body on the tree, you also absorbed all of our sicknesses, all of our diseases. You really, Lord, procured healing for us. We embrace it by faith. And my friend, I speak the manifestation of God's healing to you right where you are in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll see you tomorrow, but remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there's power. Hey friends, we're coming to an area near you and we want to invite you to come to one of our meetings. Sunday, February 5th, we're going to Church for All Nations in Colorado Springs and we will be with pastors Mark and Linda Coward. Then on Sunday, February 12th, we're going to be at Legacy Church with Pastor Jeremy and Sarah Pearsons in Green Mountain Falls, Colorado. Then on Thursday, February 16th, Denise is having a women's meeting at the Stony Creek Hotel in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. 
On Saturday and Sunday, February 18th and 19th, we're going to be at the Living Word Christian Center with Pastor Mac Hammond in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And on Sunday, February 26th, we're going to be at Faith Family Church with Pastors Michael and Vicki Bang in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. But please go to our website to affirm all these times and all these dates, and we look forward to seeing you there. was made possible by the giving of the God-called partners of Renner Ministries.